it's taken me this long and orange to get it right for <laughs> for one. Yeah. yeah. I'll just be downstairs or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll call from there. Um, no, the blue and orange. We can do pretty choose. well. You just put a little coloured light in each corner. That'd be fine. We can do that. That's not a problem. Yeah, well, right. But it'd probably be fine, right? Probably be fine. Yeah. But yeah, lighting talk. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> it's got... It's got uh, the moon, uh, orange and blue. What's, what's, what's the deal? Yeah, it's going to be... Uh, yeah, well, we started now. We had... Yeah. I think we got the momentum. We're episode 241. Mm. If you're... Oh, yeah, we got to look into the camera more. Read that online. Uh, if you want a good thumbnail, you need to be smiling into the camera so that you give off like a sense of welcoming. So if you wouldn't mind smiling into the camera more, is that enough? That'll be fine. Also, try not to swear as much in the first ten minutes. <sighs> I'm trying to. We 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 got, we got on YouTube recommended briefly I a while ago. I don't like this. We got recommended because we got shoved in a playlist with some. I do think that's what it was, was with the pirate wife swap from Bill Burr. Yeah. yeah. I added it back in, nothing happened. No. I think maybe we just said something really cool and we got onto the algorithm. And then it was like, oh, pirates, bonus. That's fair enough. But that was fine. So, but yeah, yeah, so yeah. Uh, so don't, yeah, swear, yeah, two, four, don't swear in the first 10 minutes, is that right? I don't know, something like that. I can always edit out the swears until the 10 minute mark. No, don't do that. And put a little thing. To be honest, I really don't care if we if we don't get big. <laughs> and that's the reason they're like oh no but I don't know apparently that's a thing uh, cunt fuck it can't be asked uh, so Rob, I was trying two for one I tried briefly uh, that it was, uh, the, it was just the, the more I tried couldn't even the more use it, it in, in my context head. cunt there you go more of, more of a tw- <laughs> band it's fine uh, yeah we're on social media and the social media is active it's actually doing shit we got uh, like previews of each episode we got highlights we got surreal and questionable campaign adverts yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> which are like promoting the channel rather than the sh- episodes i think yeah. it's just stupid marketing adverts that i find funny um, good. that i'll and i'm not going to complain about them at all because i'm not doing anything <laughs> no and i think they're funny i think they work yeah it's always like every time i see it, i'm like ah, it's pretty funny <laughs> Uh, vote bear, vote bear because now today. he has a tour yeah. bus. <laughs> now he has a tour bus. <laughs> Unstoppable. Referential to the episodes, but if you haven't seen the episodes, you have no idea what's going no. on. I mean, I mean, there, there's even one. Uh, there's a questionable one that I've sent you that I want. I want you to see. All right, because it feels <laughs> That's weird. That's what that is. Yeah, yeah. Don't watch it just yet. But Steve hasn't seen it. It's going out tomorrow. <laughs> um, it's kind of a sensitive topic. But it's just funny to me, and it just feels like it's it's funny. But I showed it to someone else, and they had they had no idea what it, what it was about. Even though it's kind of self contained, I think it's a good example of if you know the show and you've seen the show or you've seen the clip, you'll get you'll get Sensitive. you'll get it. It's but not, if you haven't, it's just uh, this is weird. Not to do with the stampede, is it? Oh yeah, the stampede. <laughs> yeah, which um, it's you know if you haven't I'd been following like it last clip. week. <laughs> <laughs> There was uh, yeah, last week. There was a stampede of ultra orthodox Jews, and that's the technical term for it from the article. Um, but not many people knew that it happened. I mean, I you didn't know, right? I read it and mm. told you. I made it wasn't like ever plastered everywhere. Yeah, but it came across in my natural feed, and um, since then, Israel and Palestine have kind of escalated in the week. I don't know if you followed any of that. I don't know much about <sighs> you know, it other I than don't... lots of missiles were launched. I the trouble is, I follow. I I can't I John can't Cena. 
I, I, I can't figure out what the fuck is going on over there. I don't feel at all qualified to even remotely talk about it. Um, and and um, I also get the feeling that the side that's being reported and commented on, as per usual, is incredibly one-sided. Well, is, uh, yeah, I'm in the same boat. I have no idea what's going on or what people are doing, but I just find it funny. I mean, hundreds of missiles, I believe, have been launched at Israel, mm. right? And it's killed less people than a stampede of ultra-Orthodox Jews. <laughs> like, in terms of military tactics and military strategy, someone said, let's fire the missiles. Yeah, And, you know, I think there's something about they weren't meant to you know be deadly they were meant to be like a warning or whatever but someone else could have been like if we just send in enough ultra orthodox jews yeah we'll do more carnage yeah just, it feels that to me is unquestionably hilarious just go into a quiet stadium and shout boo and, then, <laughs> and just release just wait. the stampede yeah. i assume and it's frightened. like it's startled startled <laughs> startled orthodox jews like a like a giraffe being hunted by a bald bearded man in a boxing ring or something, yeah. but just the fear, the fear within the ring. No, like and, and it, yeah, making fun of that. I just I still think that it's hilarious that that people died in a in an ultra orthodox Jew stampede, right? It's not funny that people died, but don't call it a stampede. Like it's not. I mean, you you can describe it that way, but it's like it's just. A tragedy, right? If you call it a stampede, you imagine zebras, giraffes. Th- yeah, rabbis. if I think stampede, I think either the Lion King or Jumanji. Yeah, Jumanji. It's like it just seems like a very it, it, it evokes so much cartoonish imagery mm. that um, yeah, I can't. I just think it's funny. So yeah, so I made a promo video um, about that, um, and I'm still not sure whether to, whether to uh, whether to release it tomorrow. So if you want to give it a watch. I'll overlay it on the episode. Oh, you want me to do that now? And um, see what we do. Yeah, yeah. You can take as much time as you want. I'll just edit it together. So it's like, oh, Steve's going to watch it now. It is. I like. Uh, yeah, it is funny. <laughs> it is hilarious. It's just this. It's just. And if you don't know what's going on, then you just think this is a weird advert. So I think you know it's an in. It's a definitely an in joke. But when you know about the in joke, if someone said, "Oh, this is referencing the this horrific human tragedy," you'd be like, "Why does he think that stampedes are hilarious? I mean, children got stamped to death." Yeah. You're like, yeah, I know, but. I just don't think there's any situation where if you die by stampede, it's not hilarious. No, it's just, it's chaos. It's, chaos is funny. It's just, it's so surreal. Yeah. It's just so surreal, especially nowadays. It's like, I mean, say if you got hit, crushed by a falling piano. You'd yeah. just be like, yes, it's a tragedy, but it's fucking hilarious. Like, it's yeah. so cartoon. It's daft. <laughs> you kind of, yeah. If you, but, 
the weird thing is, right, As because uh, the way that I make, I use um, like an online service to make these because it makes it a bit easier. And um, when finishing that promo, it kind of got corrupted. So I had to make it a second time. Then when I downloaded it, it failed to download. So I had to go through another rigmarole with that. Then when I scheduled it to be posted tomorrow, that failed. And it just feels like... Uh, who's the who like the real the, the the jewish god the ultra i'm assuming the ultra orthodox jewish god is the same as the just, old testament god god yeah 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 old 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 testy god like he's uh i'm assuming like it seems like every step of the way that was attempted to be prevented yeah and it feels like made, made me question it and don't, then, don't do it's it it's been a, it's been under siege yeah <laughs> missiles have been fired <laughs> oh, it's Stop dying by stampedes. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm asking people not to die by stampede. It's a good thing, isn't it? Yeah. But for it's well intentioned. For, for, <laughs> for, for, for somewhat selfish reasons. Don't make me laugh at people dying. <laughs> <laughs> don't try and make me feel bad because I'll only laugh and make the whole situation worse. <laughs> But yeah, it's got yeah, it's like I'm sure there's a way to soften it up and I tried loads every every different end title I could. And it's just <laughs> stop dying in stampedes, it's hilarious. Yeah. Is it, it's my favourite. News just and in Israel have trained silly. their missiles on Stoke on Trent. For some reason we're not entirely sure why. <laughs> 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 yeah, they just thought fuck it, might as well. <laughs> <laughs> They're funny missiles. Yeah. Be fine. <laughs> I'd like. I wouldn't mind. Uh, to, for the record, I wouldn't mind dying in a missile attack. No, I mean that sounds harsh because there's probably there are people in Israel who this week have died in a missile attack. So maybe that's the wrong way of wording it. I, I, you can right. kill me okay. in a rocket attack. Miss, missile attacks. Um, not funny mm. in a war zone. Funny in a housing estate. Yeah, funny on a weekday as well. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. Like it was a weekend missile just attack. A, You'd be like, a, oh, he was looking forward just to the a weekend. Tuesday morning. <laughs> yeah. you he's out there with a cup of coffee and a, and a grapefruit <laughs> and a missile so if it does make you if it if it solves everything please kill me in a missile strike yeah uh just me no innocent people i'm obviously the the nemesis or something i don't know <laughs> so yeah it does fi- that does feel weird that feels like i've made it worse rather than make it better so that's fine that's what we're here for probably be fine yeah so yeah uh you you approve of that going online right oh yeah just for legal, yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. You can, Don't you at can, me. You can join me in the whatever. docs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So, yeah, social media stuff's active. It's uh, at Pulling Teeth Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and now TikTok. Mm. Like more regularly, we've played around with it before, but I'm trying to make that a regular thing. So, if you're on TikTok, uh, you you said you had a bit of a TikTok. Oh yeah, and <laughs> like my version of TikTok, I think is different to a lot of people's. <laughs> I've got three so, accounts like, and they're all play- completely different. Okay, so I'm using the one that you gave me the yeah. address to for the podcast. I've been using that one. I had a playthrough last night, and um, I, I mean, there's a lot more prostit- no, there's a lot more softcore pornography than when I last looked at it, which was a long time ago. You know, it's just like people oh, in ridiculous like on like- TikTok, not on yeah, that on account. TikTok in- no, no, just on right. TikTok in general. Of just, uh, yeah, I've been uploading some weird <laughs> shit. No, like, no, just, uh, just you know, like lots subscribe. of stuff like, 
yeah, loads of TikTok stuff is all about camel toes and I mean yoga trousers and yeah. tits and strippers, and it's like the thing is, I get that this is what they're doing, but it's, yeah. it's it's not what I'm looking. It's not what I'm doing. Yeah, I mean you can I I I get it because it's just it's everywhere. It just bothers mm. me when when it like something pops up and it's like they're obviously it's obviously like a girl in high school and I'm like just this is yeah weird well it's all just it's, it's all just so strange and i i, I like I, I've got if, the I'm, same mantra. if i'm gonna be a pedophile i want it to be a choice i want it to be a conscious i've decided to be a pedophile not like yeah and don't rip that out not pass <laughs> and it. post it without context <laughs> <laughs> um but the New stinger for the week uh? <laughs> new stinger set up so we can, like, yeah great. i've decided to be a paedophile pulling teeth <laughs> <laughs> now live and in prison <laughs> uh but yeah i want it i don't i, I don't want to stumble across something questionable like yeah I'd, yeah I'd, I'd like that to be a conscious effort yeah but i'm i'm of the same belief as uh christina pajitsky who um co-hosts your ma- your mum's house where she started getting to tiktok and it's just the majority of tiktok uh, if you take it generically are people trying to be famous yes right trying to be famous for dancing singing um you know what we've discussed like being sexual or whatever but everyone can use it so if you go through the algorithm enough you start to find the real interesting videos. So I was watching videos of like police body cameras first on the scene of a guy who just murdered his wife. Ooh. So like <laughs> they like they're like banging on the door and he's answering it. And he's like uh, he's like so in trauma and shock and he's just like I uh, he's like what's going on in here? It's like the neighbors have heard screaming. He's like uh, she just wouldn't shut up. Uh, yeah, it's just yeah. <laughs> and like they pull him outside he's like so i mean where's your wife i i i had to put her on the bed what do you mean you had to put her on the bed well you know that's where she is now forever (laughs) to go from dance videos to that Uh, and then there's this one guy can i put can i put this on tiktok because i swear it's it's gonna really want to go viral i'm gonna make it big And it's just that avenue of TikTok I could definitely get behind. Like yeah, that's that's I could definitely watch that for that's every day within our. <laughs> that's that's on brand, I think. Yeah, I don't know whether we could. You know, I I could show these videos. I think I probably could. Uh, and Maybe. then just <laughs> just oh yeah, everyone, this is great. The other one I like watching is um I found that I thought was good was just a a kid who really likes watching trains. But like his use of cinematography is amazing because he's got a GoPro on a baseball cap that's facing him, so it's like a goldfish, a fisheye lens of just him. Like this is gonna be great, <laughs> and then he's got someone else filming from behind, and he's like, "Oh my god, you know that's you know the serial. He'll see a train and know its serial number, and he'd be like, oh, he's he's gonna honk. He's gonna give me a lovely honk, isn't he? <laughs> give him a honk. Yes." <laughs> It's like this guy. I fucking love this guy. He knows I what can, he likes. I totally man. support this guy. And like, yeah, <laughs> it's it's one of those things where it's like there's seven billion people in the world, and yeah. he's the only one doing this. Like, we're not the only ones yeah. doing what we do. He's the yeah, only one true. doing this. He's a renegade. You know, he's changing the world. He's a teenage mutant ninja turtle of modern <laughs> times. He's just, it's just, 
the choice of the GoPro facing him so close. Yeah. And then just he's having a great time. And he's like, I'm going to put this on TikTok. It's like, hey, it's great. <laughs> Keep doing it. It's awesome. <laughs> uh, there was a few others as well. There was like, you know, there's like some sketch comedy as well that's quite funny that kind of works. Mm. But yeah, the more that I feel, the, the, the further away you get from the mainstream algorithm, yeah. the more interesting shit's going to be. Interesting. People yeah. on meth you know people just out of their mind just wanting to go viral on tiktok yeah i think i I don't really know i don't really know how to sort of delve into it because i do just kind of get the generic stuff i don't really know how to get deeper into it i think it's just liking yeah i thought you used to be able to dislike stuff yeah but um it's just liking the specific things that you like and then it'll slowly start to tailor it filter stuff out. and then it'll slowly yeah. get weird because yeah as soon as i liked the train spotting guy i got more and more of him i was like okay cool yeah i'm on you know see these crimes being <laughs> fresh murderers <laughs> oh yeah it's just a weird day <laughs> so we're on tiktok so we're on tiktok now yeah facebook is pulling teeth podcast where giving off the news and stuff like that uh yeah all the, the news articles that we cover in the week i post uh, a lot of those up and yeah promotional videos marketing and stuff like that so yeah twitter facebook all that kind of stuff also like and subscribe us on youtube if you want if you want to be nice comment give us some hate mail just write something horrific underneath we'll be all game for it that's all the stuff that has to be done i've started being a bit more a bit less self-hating when it comes to social media stuff as i've done it a little bit more mm. like fuck it all the hashtags like right, okay. i like all the hashtags i've used but before i'd like let's use three because that feels safe and now i'm just like fuck it who cares yeah and put well, 12 on i i don't know i don't know how much i don't know how much difference it makes um but i guess it's like anything that can kind of help you a bit well, it's just, you know, yeah, it's just, I mean, Instagram-wise, I don't know how Instagram works. Like, if you like something, I don't think that changes anything. So it's just, if you use a hashtag, more people see your Instagram post and are more likely yeah. to follow you if, on Instagram. But if they I think search that's pretty that, much it. If they search for that hashtag, like, I use Instagram yeah. a fair chunk. I very rarely search hashtags. Yeah. But then, like, you know, podcast uh, podcast as a hashtag, people yeah. use it to try and find other podcasts. Mm. You know, they might find author, unorthodox stampede was the hashtag used for that one. <laughs> uh, might come, they might search for that and find, uh, uh, find a spinning dreidel of uh, bad humour. Well, dark humour. It's good mm. humour. Stop dying in stampedes. It's hilarious, please. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's the social media stuff. Uh, how, 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 how are you, Steve? I'm all right. You're right? Yeah, yeah, good. It's been, good? Uh, it's been, I mean, we, we, we were hanging out on Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Had a creative chat. Yeah, yeah, it's been good. Um, I've started, um, I've started uh, doing some, like, because I'd, I'd said, like, I, I was, I'd started, like, a, a daily writing kind of yeah. uh, thing which i've which i'm still doing i think i'm like 10 days into it now which is good but i've no. also started like a refining thing of taking some of those things and turning them into scripts for like sort of potential kind of youtube videos only on like the first one but i'm trying to make like a 10 minute thing and then edit it down yeah. a little bit and be like okay that's mm-hmm. something that i can just go out and produce now this is like this is like a starting point which is yeah. which is something I 
I, I haven't really had for quite a while. Like I'll, I, I, I've always known that there's stuff that I want to make or the kind of thing that I want to make, but the actual act of being like, okay, so let's start digging into that thing is it's, it's never gotten that far. Well, it has with certain yeah. things. I've made like short films and bits and pieces in the past, but nothing consistently. Um, yeah. Where I've been like, hey, here's all the stuff I've done this year and had a ream of like 10, 20 different things. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I'm trying to kind of get on that path now. So I'm I'm doing a writing thing every, every day and then sort of amalgamating that into like a, an idea that runs through it and turning that into a script. And I'm, I, I can't really... Um, figure out like what what the subject is because it's kind of self-helpy it's kind of autobiographical but it's also just kind of really in parts really just fucking dumb stupid humor um mm. so like it i guess i it, i was ju- i just trying to make something that kind of reflects me and kind of like the sort of thing i want to put out into the world because that's that's kind of what youtube is i guess it's it's you, you, it's not that I'm bothered about being successful or whatever, but it is um, at its core about kind of authenticity. I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think that the, the the core message I think is that you found some you found something in your first session that was like I can move forward with that. I can take that and do more with it. The more you find things like that, the more stuff you've got that you're like right I've, I've done a few different things with this the through line which i guess is what you're talking about mm. right is i don't know what the through line's going to be it may not have presented itself yet but the more that you've done things the more you'll get an idea of yeah. the common theme between them and be like oh yeah now i've kind of figured this out yeah and i think a lot of people including ourselves would be like there's no point doing anything until i've figured out every single wrinkle before i've started doing anything it's just not and it's yeah the, it's just and a, i can i can empathize with that human nature because that's yeah. the whole kind of like perfectionism thing, which is sort of perfectionism disguised as laziness or the other way around. Mm. Um, and like, I, and I, I get it, but it's, um, I, at some point you have to kind of be like, well, do you want to make something or not? So you have to start doing it. And the, 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 the sort of daily writing thing is the, is the closest to kind of like major creative productivity yeah, yeah. that I've come in like a long time. Um, so I well, think you learn by it, doing. Yeah, so you learn I, more I, about what it is you're trying to do by attempting. But it's so exactly, and it's it's a muscle one. as well. Like it's it, like having yeah. this daily habit of just kind of like teasing things out of your brain and sort of immortalizing them. That sounds quite grandiose, but like actually kind of putting them on a page. I mean, like there, that's out, and that's there now. So on to the next. Um, Getting so them a step closer to a physical form means yeah. you can see it better and play with it better. Yeah. You know, so, it's the equivalent of, you know, if you're trying to sculpt something, you need to put the clay on the potter's wheel first and start yeah. moving the clay. You can't just be like, I know exactly what I'm going to craft. It doesn't matter what the clay is. I'm yeah. just going to craft this. You go, no, it's going to change as you as you work on it. So you've got to start working on it in order to evoke the change. Yeah, and what I've thought about doing YouTube stuff in the past, like I've gotten really wrapped up in the sort of, I don't know, like the admin process of it all, as in like, well, you've mm. got to produce X amount of videos per month and and and, yep. and that whole side of things, as opposed to like being like, well, you haven't done anything yet. So just make, just do something first. It doesn't matter how many and how often, as long as it's mm. a constant process. Like 
that like like we we do podcasts every week because we can and because because the source material is quite easy and because like we, we it's pretty easy for us to riff off each other and kind of like create content in that way but then you get someone like Dan Carlin who's ridiculously successful but puts a shit ton of effort into producing like three podcasts a year um mm. and it's it's two different ends of the spectrum so i think my habit of getting wrapped up in all of these rules again is kind of like it's 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 putting a lot of pressure on yourself before you've even done anything almost as a way to just f- for you to be like well so what's the point why bother I, now i don't have to do anything because i can't do that um yeah whereas yeah it's i've i've i don't know i feel like I've, i'm i'm in the process of starting something now um and plus mm. and, and and with our kind of conversations as well um, there's going to be kind of like more stuff going on there. Like I, I, th- I think I'm, I'm definitely entering a good creative space. There's another thing that's kind of gone al- alongside that um, was that I, I've talked, I think I've talked before about kind of like constant consumption of, yeah. uh, of me and, and you like had this thing of like, stuff. Uh, yeah. And you had this thing of like cutting video games and things recently and, mm. um, and, and, and just watching less TV and, and, I've started um well, I've started making a conscious effort to have more kind of silence in my life if that makes sense. So like on mm. on walks I haven't got headphones in. Like just simple little things like that so I'm not if if I've got like a like a 20 minute 20 minute walk to the gym and back I'll have it in silence. And I've found that just ha- in like having those moments throughout the day has kind of added to like my uh my ability to kind of tease things out of my brain i get i th- I think maybe mm. it's similar to like meditation or something in a sense where like you're just giving your 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 brain a chance to mull over what it's got as opposed to constantly feeding it something new mm-hmm. um so yeah yeah definitely yeah so there's been like a, a bit of a consumption consumption cut um but um yeah other, other than that uh a lot replaced all the Tupperware with glass. That was good. Was that lovely? That's good. Yeah. I mean, what, what is Tupperware even for? I don't know. Uh, storing leftovers Keeping... and things we used it for. And glass is better than plastic, maybe? Uh, Could be. Yeah. It you can't freeze uh, glass. It, it, can you? It, you, can, you can freeze it all. You can put it straight in the oven and it doesn't leak stuff into the food. There was I, I, it's my, I heard some some woman on Rogan and she was talking about like, the, the 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 like the the rise in use of plastics and the rise in men with low testosterone and low sperm counts and things and apparently <laughs> like it's got like a very real effect or something like that uh, i was just like i um well i'm trying to i'm trying to like be healthier and go to the gym more maybe i should have more glass in my life so there's that <laughs> Yeah, maybe I should treat my life like more of a vase like a glass vase because it's yeah. this tupperware that's that's the problem. That's, that's yeah, the issue. Yeah. So I've got Could glass very well wa- be, but it's funny. Yeah, glass yeah, water bottle enough. for the now gym you as keep well. Your... That's good. Oh, that sounds good. It's, it? Yeah, well, it's, it, it, it keeps things colder because it holds its temperature for longer. So that's good. Oh, uh, yeah, and that's a big thing, I guess. Yeah, maybe? so, you know, know, really exciting week. Yeah, lovely. Yeah. Glass. But for the taking most part. more glass to the gym. Quite productive. Good. And uh, yeah, yeah, taking glass did... to the gym. Always good. Yeah, why not? If someone pisses you off, instant, you know, weapon, if you mm. want. 
push yourself push yourself a bit further you mentioned briefly as well i don't know how you know i think it's good to mark that we, we can start thinking about doing we had a chat uh, last week about being a bit more creatively productive um so like yeah trying to make a more concerted effort each week to try and write something and with the goal of recording stuff every month like recording uh, whatever we've written just trying to produce it record it and just do it because it's technically what we want to do with our lives it's just we've prevented it we've kind of put roadblocks in front of ourselves for whatever reasons i did have a think um because on a similar in the similar vein of trying to remove distractions that i've been doing i was trying to justify uh trying to understand why i haven't been pushing forward on a few different things and there's a weird little um pattern i noticed if you take like social media for example I'm terrible at social media. I'm enjoying it at the moment because I'm not I haven't got like loads of input of war games and video games and stuff. So I've been able to withdraw from that and look for dopamine elsewhere. But um when it came to like how to do how to promote the podcast, there's two avenues you can go down of like well, you need to post x amount each day in different places with specific hashtags. Each post needs to have a clear objective and needs to be specific and, and you can think it through as much as you want. But all to, that to me is just all of it is just boring. Mm. So it's like, um, I think it the, the main purpose is to promote the episodes. So yeah, short little clips from the episodes makes sense. Uh, news articles, I, I if you heard it on the podcast, you may think it's fake. This is all real news articles that we cover, yep. so I might as well put them out there into the world. And then it's like the 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 promotional videos, like the spinning dreidel one. It just it doesn't make any sense, but it's just there's no like social media campaign behind it, and it it's literally just I just found it funny, and it seems fun, so I'm just going to do it and put it out there. And I think that that was kind of a breakthrough for me because it was like, instead of trying to think of if you're going to do this, you have to do these 10 other things. Yeah. It's all this should, I should do this mentality. And then it becomes an easy excuse to not do it. And it also kind of feels like you're not, if you if it's to do what you want to do, then you kind of feel like you're putting these roadblocks in front of yourself to stop you from doing what you want to do. So it's kind of like, you only deserve to do what you want to do if you're doing all of these things. Like you're putting them all in a row. So if you're going to get your life together, say you're in a bad place and you want to rebuild, the the answer is just start doing what you want to do most in your life. And if you start in, in um, if you start embodying the life that you want to have, it will the pieces will come together. Mm. Whereas some people will say, well, you need to run for an hour every morning and you need to eat five apples every three fortnights and then you have to however complicated people make it and it, the more complicated you make it the more it it may it may make sense when you write it down on paper but mentally you just you need to have a direction the direction is the primary thing and that's step one is just moving in the direction you want to and then all those other things will fall into place like yeah. i didn't want to uh, use twitter because it's like oh it's another step but once i was making stuff that i thought was funny and i was having fun making it was like yeah i'll put this on twitter why not yeah your whole perspective changes if you're doing what it is you want to do so step one is just do what you want to do so yeah we're going to start trying to have like yeah a recording day each month or something like that where we sit down and just record ideas that we've written and then check up on each other each week to see what we've written no idea what for no idea what the end product's going to be but 
step one we want to write we want to make stuff we want to record stuff and edit things and make funny videos and make informative videos and make whatever but we know that's the direction we want to go in let's just start going in that direction see where we end up Hmm. it's good uh it's a good little weird mental switch for me it's good but yeah so we're gonna start doing a bit more of that as well so that should be fun so yeah glass bottles in the gym uh israel's been bombarded and then some yeah like other stuff that's all been good yeah so i'm on some of the new stuff some of the new stuff this week there is quite a lot of new stuff a woman has been accused of setting her home on fire and watching it burn from her lawn chair while someone was still inside (laughs) so just a domestic argument she, a hmm. woman decided to set the house on fire and just leave. <laughs> <laughs> and watch it and turn around, pop open a lawn yeah. chair, pop, <laughs> watch it burn to the ground. <laughs> so it's a, uh, you know, love. A Maryland woman was charged with attempted murder, arson, and assault. That's quite a lot. <laughs> yeah, att- attempted. It's not just. <laughs> so they, I take assault. it the person inside didn't die then? No, they did survive. Uh, Neighbours came out and rescued the person trapped in the basement. Yeah. Um, while she just sat there reading a book. <laughs> After witnesses said they saw her set a house on fire while a person was trapped in its basement. Uh, the fire marshal said witnesses observed Gail J. Met Wally, 47, setting multiple fires within her home, then watching the home burn while she sat in a chair on her lawn. So just like, oh, That'd just- be satisfying, wouldn't it? If you've come to terms with like, fuck this guy, I'm killing this guy, and I don't care if I go down, like it's worth it. The whole thing is worth it. You'd make that experience as enjoyable and just fulfilling as possible. Well, just the reaction, right? I mean, you're having a normal. It depends on what the argument is. If you're like, what's the name of that um, actor from American Beauty, Kevin Smith? No, it's not Kevin Smith. It's it's is it Kevin Spacey? Yeah. It's Kevin Smith. <laughs> no, it's Kevin Smith. End of story. All right. Okay. Have fun in the basement. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Just start setting fire to the house. <laughs> Step outside. Sit on the sit on the chairs. It was Kevin Spacey. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have to be a dick about it. Yeah. But uh, go fuck him. <laughs> No, so I had an argument with someone about that (laughs) years and years ago on a walk, and I was like, Kevin Smith was not in American Beauty. I'm not a massive Kevin Smith fan, but I know that it was Kevin Spacey we're talking about. No, Kevin Smith. Okay, fine. (laughs) Which I burnt my house down. (laughs) (laughs) The fire marshal said bystanders helped a person trapped in the home and confirmed that four people actually live there, including the arsonist, Uh, but the other two were not in the house at the time so it was like a a house share or something or a family home just fuck it set fire to it I'm pretty sure they. it also said some oh yeah Met Wally appears in multiple clips on Snapchat to be sitting on a lawn chair reading a book just <laughs> as the fire is and a house fire is pretty big yeah you know what I mean like we've had some we had some big fires and like it's difficult to get close to them yeah like and Cut we didn't house. burn anything yeah we didn't we didn't burn a house like that's hot no. that's a state <laughs> Fucking... the obvious reading a tin tin book or something <laughs> it's good <laughs> are you Psychopath. allowed to set your own house on fire assuming Not it's with someone it's knowing detached. me trapped in the basement 
Yeah. No, I don't like, think so because it's no like one connected to gas lines. Yeah, no one inside. Let's say you've taken <laughs> you've taken all the safety precautions before starting a house fire. <laughs> um, you've disconnected the gas and and all of the all of the stuff that could potentially go wrong. So you're just having a very big fire. Are you allowed to burn down your own house? <laughs> I think. Uh, you probably have to let the fire brigade know. Right? Yeah. Be like, look, I'm doing this. And they'll come around and check and be like, yeah. okay, if you want to, go ahead. We'll <laughs> but they have to know in advance. Yeah. yeah. Well, because like, then, like, you know, you don't want someone to call the fire brigade for a fire that you don't want to be put out. No. You'll waste their time, won't it? So you need to let them know so they won't come to your rescue. Yeah. And, like, yeah, for them to be uh, responsible about it. They bring like a realty advisor as well. It's like, you know, this house is worth like it's increased in value by twelve percent. They're like, Yeah. I still want to burn it to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I've just had a really bad year and this would just make it all better. Be great. <laughs> yeah. Um speaking of um uh social media earlier on, I've, I I well, I checked out some of your cause I haven't done any social media for a very long time. Mm. But like I checked out some of your um social media stuff. Some of it was pretty good. I could have liked it in the past, like fifteen second Oh uh, the fifteen video. second film school stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like that was good. It was good. Yeah. Like it, it's very Steve. You know, pretty good. Yeah. Would it, you count yourself as an influencer? No. No. Who the fuck have <laughs> I influenced? I don't know. Might have influenced someone seconds. to kill themselves at some point. <laughs> fifteen seconds. Oh, that's too much. <laughs> that's it. I'm ending my life. You have to be influential um, if you're an influencer. Need to have people who give a shit, I guess. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I guess I'm giving you a retrospective retweet. Okay. Right? Yeah. If I'd seen it at the time, I mean, I've blocked you on most social medias because of I think ever since you, <laughs> ever since your wedding. All your Facebook posts were always like, we've gone to a brewery and we're having a lovely time. And I was just like, you don't want me commenting on this. <laughs> like, because I'll just, it would just be, all it would be would just be me saying something horrible because I think that would be funny. And it's like, you just want to enjoy your marriage. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll just take a step back for everyone's benefit. <laughs> oh, he's like to door. post about Twixes. Great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was. Um, I, I did a Steve. I, I, I commented on a news article as the podcast as a social media attempt. All right. There's like, um, I think there was a case of like a plane was going to take off, and just before it took off, the door fell off, and like all the luggage got sucked out of it. And it was like, oh my god, this is terrible. And in the article, someone said, um, oh, you know, if there was a woman, you know, with a baby on her lap, I don't know what would have happened. It was like, well, <laughs> that baby. I mean, the the, the it was it was travelling at a hundred miles an hour. The plane. It was like that baby would have been a flying baby for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's, what, do you, what did you think was going to happen? It's sucking all of the luggage out of the plane. You think a baby's not luggage? <laughs> that baby's gone, love. And uh, yeah, got yeah. It's weird. I never I've never commented on a Facebook article before. It's quite yeah. weird, but. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, there's uh, influencers out there in the world. Um, an article about one of them, a married influencer couple. Oh, isn't it love? Isn't love so special that you need to brand it and market it for other people's approval? They're facing criticism. They're facing criticism. This influencer couple for euthanizing their dog. Yeah, I think so. 
Right. I don't think an an influencer couple is like, or an influencer's like, hey, like us on YouTube. We killed our dog. Hey, uh, anyway, have you seen, you know, Zip Recruiter? <laughs> they didn't live stream it, but they did what influencers do, where they vlog everything. So it's like, hey, we're euthanizing the dog today. And people are just... <laughs> <laughs> this is horrific. <laughs> Why are you doing this? Like, and for, they're doing for, it for, for be- good reasons. Well, this is the grey area. So the dog, I think they they've got a child. The and dog, the dog is anti-Semitic. <laughs> the dog caused a stampede. <laughs> the, the dog, um, the dog bit their child. Right. Yeah. So like they were like, this dog's aggressive. And I, I never want to be in that position, but I can understand logically if you've got a child and a dog and the dog hurts the child, you need to set up boundaries and be like, this dog, I can't trust this dog ever again in the same room as my child until my child grows older. Yeah. You know, there's something, means something. but don't euthanize it. Oh, that's it. It's time to die. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's to probably take it to a shelter. Yeah, just, you know, especially because the, the dog was a key part in most, and as is the same in most Instagram influencers, their dog is like one of the big pulls. Yeah. Like it's a, it's, they use the dog a lot in a lot of their social media. So like, don't just kill, don't <laughs> euthanize, sorry to be the corrector, don't euthanize a third of your <laughs> producing staff. Yeah. <laughs> just, oh, that's it, time to die. Oh. Uh, fans of Nikki and Dan have escre- have expressed anger after they posted a video outlining their rationale for putting down their dog. Let's make it a whole video. Oh. <laughs> like, you've seen, I've seen, um, like, influencer couples have an influencer breakup special. Yeah. Where, like, they vlog their breakup or they get, prof- they get photographers to take photos of them reenacting their breakup so that it fits their style of posting. You know, stupid shit like that. I can't understand, and I can understand people saying like, hi, I know you've already, you all know us as a couple, but we've decided to break up. I've seen some of those. But not, you're probably wondering where Bowser is. He's in the ground. We killed him. (laughs) (laughs) Who thought that was a good idea? Don't do that. Just don't do it in the first place, let alone try and monetize it. Yeah, it's a it's a weird thing to I mean it's I get it's that it's it's drawing that line, isn't it? Because some people some influencers, vloggers, whatever, like to kind of like be like we we bear all here. Like we talk about the bad and the yeah. good and my dog's dead. Um but like <laughs> we no more than that, they killed it. Ki- yeah. Like they, they, they got they've gotten a receipt for their dead dog. <laughs> They paid somebody to come round and kill it. Yeah. Just don't do that. Like if if the vet if if the vet was like, look, there's no shelters around, there's nothing anybody can do. Yeah. The only choice is to is to euthanize the dog, then you can have that discussion and that can be a thing, because then that's understandable. Not just we've 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 decided to euthanize the dog because we can't be asked to give it to a shelter. Yeah. It's either us or nothing. Yeah. So fuck you, Bowser. <laughs> so brutal. It's rough. Uh, in most cases, people choose to euthanize their pets following a terminal illness. However, the couple opted to put Bowser down after the dog displayed his aggressive side. That's it. Die. Did he display aggression or did he bite a, a kid? 
Well, you would assume it was a bite bite, as in it wasn't like a playful nip or anything like that. Yeah. If it was a But it bite, wasn't like, bite, a, like just it got a, defensive. It wasn't just growling at the kid. Yeah, it said that uh, they bit. Yeah, there was a bite, I right, believe. Okay. Yeah, after he bit their son. Right. So there was a bite involved. And again, I totally understand the rationale of mm. we, it's not safe for my child and the child has to take precedent. It's a horrible position to be in, but I can yeah. understand it. It's just vlogging the euthanasian, euthanizing of your dog. Sounds a bit weird. Yeah. Uh, they decided it was time for Bowser to pass peacefully on. And people were like, I would have looked after the dog. You didn't have to kill it. <laughs> <laughs> the couple did say the day that they put them down was the worst day, but it was amazing because everything comes to an end. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Don't phrase it like that. <laughs> that's a thing. That's... It's... Right. <laughs> Sorry, your your influencers or whatever. You've got this whole channel. Reach yeah. out to your audience. Be like, hey, we can't keep the dog anymore. Would anybody like a celebrity dog? Well, yeah, like, or just to look after it until the, our kids grown up more. Yeah. Or, you know, there's things you can do. <laughs> yeah. And then when you do kill your dog, don't quote it as the worst day, but also amazing. Why like, was it's it? It's not amazing to kill your dog. <laughs> no. Oh. Yeah, amazing because everything comes to an end. Again, I get That's... what you were trying to say. I like don't. cycle of life. Oh, and... shut up. It's well, not the cycle know... of life. It's you still put stupid. it down. It's, it's the cycle of life killed. is if it died or if it was killed for food. But like not Yeah. No, you just decided to kill your dog because you couldn't be asked. Yeah, we exterminated basically. our family pet. Ah, the cycle of life. <laughs> it's like saying Ghostbusters is the cycle of life. You're like, well, there's elements, you know, life, death, but like, Mr. Stay Puffed? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. This isn't amazing. <laughs> amazing. This a uh, fucking amazing way killed my dog was amazing <laughs> so yeah influencers they're a weird breed um and should be put down i guess in other news a 39 year old woman who was eaten alive by a bear in colorado has been identified by her partner that's good right it's good news so <laughs> i mean i don't know how much you'd want to identify your partner from bears mm. like the insides of bears oh it's her watch hmm feels weird again another just well, you know it's uh it's uh amazing because everything comes to an end the autopsy yeah. revealed she died of <laughs> what do you think she died of steve <laughs> what's the medical term what's the autopsy term uh bear fucking bear no uh, <laughs> she died of penetrating injuries to the neck she got that sounds extreme by a bear yeah well, like, I'm assuming she wasn't entirely eaten. Like, they did find human remains in the digestive system of her, of the bear and the bear's family. Christ. But I don't think even a bear would eat all of some. But, well, if that was the case, I don't think she would have died from a neck injury. I think she would have died from being torn to pieces by bears. Yeah. But, fair enough. Keep it, keep it light. Bears While are... Lainey's physical presence was suddenly taken from the earth, all that knew and loved her can take comfort. Lainey's soul will forever be in her favourite place. Bears. I'm sure she didn't feel that way. What the fuck? 
what does that mean? <laughs> I, mean, I guess he's trying to say, like, the park that they were in was her favourite place. Yeah. Not that she was within three to four bears' digestive tracts. Yeah. And bears are fucked Lady as well, will live forever man, like, in her favourite place. You don't, doing you, her favourite thing. Getting ripped to getting pieces. Getting ripped to pieces by bears. Mm. Like, you don't... <laughs> like, if you... you want, if, you, if you're going to be killed by something, you want it to be something, like, massive that'll just trample you like an elephant. Quick like pretty mm. quick or or a lion or something that'll choke you out like just grab you yeah. around the neck and just Ugh. just wing you about but a bear just pins you down and starts biting chunks out of you yeah like they don't they're not asked they they're not they're not bothered about <laughs> killing you or anything they just they just want to eat there was i remember this story a while back it was a couple of years ago um about this woman that g- got got pinned down and started and, and and this bear had started eating her with with its cubs and whatever and she couldn't do anything and while she was being eaten alive she was on the phone to her mum like and like so mm. her mum was like hearing <laughs> it's it's just it's horrific bears like people are like oh it's a teddy bear like, no it's a bear it's a bear bear <laughs> and it's gonna fucking kill you and it won't let you hang up, so it's going to fuck up your phone bill. Yeah. Oh, but at least she brutal. loved the park. At least she loved the woods. Love that at park. Least, yeah. Love being there. Yeah. I mean, Surrounded like, by there was a, bears there was an old... and salmon guts and... and a, <laughs> oh, it's a river, though. It's a river. Nice running water. Oh, lovely. Sound of running water yeah, while you... She could while, while, while you Has it got a bear chewing on your femur? <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I remember, you see, I, I don't watch many TED Talks. I saw, I watched a little bit of one, and it was of a paramedic, and he was talking about how he always believed if he turned up on the scene of someone who was definitely going to die, like it was just a matter of time, that you were not meant to tell them. You're like, you're going to be fine. And, you, you know, that was the what he believed you were supposed to do, is to keep hope alive, even if you knew they're dead. And he, what he started doing was just telling people, it's like, no, look, you're going to die. It's going to be soon. And he said, like, the first time he did it, he was surprised at people's reactions. Like, people were very accepting of it. They was like, yeah, I thought so. Okay. And then, like, you know, it gives them, they're mentally prepared for it. They're like, okay, no, this makes sense. All right. You know, I don't have to fight it. There's nothing I can do. There's a weird relief that comes from that. I think when you get attacked by a bear, you know you're going to die. But I can't imagine that level of calm and serenity. Like, even in that moment where you're, like, you're, you're admiring the nature's beauty and the cycle of life and how, what was it, amazing because everything comes to an end, all that stuff. But you can't do that while you're being ripped to pieces by bears. So I don't think it was her favourite thing to do. Yeah. And just seems like a, one of the worst ways to go. Um, she, this is her partner who said this. Uh, he goes on to say, she wouldn't have wanted it any other way. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? She wouldn't have wanted it any other way. I While this tragedy has shaken otherwise. me and our family to the core, our burden is eased as we consider the facts. Hmm. This guy. What? What are you talking about? Your wife was it? Your wife or no? It was a partner, so it could have been you know long term. It could have been a short term relationship. I can but... think of a couple of ways she might have wanted it. <laughs> more like not torn to pieces by bears yeah maybe maybe dying of starvation maybe drowning maybe just being hit by a car but like a stroke you know and then and then you get eaten by bears that would be preferred right 
Yeah. You're still feeding the bears. You believe in the feeding the bears. Yeah. But you're not experiencing the terror, right? Right. Yeah. She might have wanted it another way. <laughs> what are you trying to say? Stop trying to say. I think this guy might be an Instagram influencer. He's trying to say something that's going to go far. <laughs> trying yeah. to say something really poetic, like it's amazing when I euthanized my dog. It's amazing when I set those bears loose on my partner. <laughs> Previously, wildlife investigators reported detecting bear dander and feces at the scene. Oh, they shat straight away, along with hints of the body, hints of the body being eaten. <laughs> hints, like tips. Oh, oh. <laughs> Little arrow pointing towards a load of bears. <laughs> Causing them to suspect a bear attack. <laughs> It's just so maybe no yeah so it's a horrific scene is what I'm assuming. Specialist wildlife dogs found a ten-year-old bear with two cubs, and three and the three were put down according to the statement. Yeah. So they found probably. these bear these bears that killed this woman and they killed the bears. Yeah. Well, another I mean, grey area. I, I think in a lot of places in the states, bears are openly hunted anyway, just because there's too many of them and they. They're detrimental to the other wildlife in the area. So, and it's reasonable to think that if you find one that's killed a person, then their territory is probably in an area where you don't want it, where it's likely to come yeah. across more people. Um, so, yeah. it's it's if you're gonna kill bears anyway, it's probably best to kill those ones. Yeah, I mean, you get like well, they like tags or something to hunt animals. Yeah. You need a tag to hunt a specific. It's weird to get a vengeance tag or like <laughs> revenge for humanity. Yeah, well, not revenge because it's what she wanted. It's what she would have wanted. It's what it's, it is. She wouldn't have wanted ex- it any other way. It's exactly what she wanted. That's yeah. why she went out. That's why it happened. It's like kids' Christmas list. Maybe so we always ask for like a horse or something. She wanted to get eaten <laughs> by bears. Yeah, it's like all right. Seems uh, seems odd, but fair yeah. enough. Um, in other news, an unemployed Spanish waiter has been convicted of murdering his mother, who he cut into thousands of pieces, stored them in lunch boxes. I don't know whether they were plastic or, or glass, glass Tupperware, yeah, yeah, yeah. and fed parts to his dog. Uh, when he was ar- <laughs> this is a TikTok I'd like. When he was arrested in February 2019, Sanchez told police he'd been eating his mum bit by bit with his pet dog. His quote is, yes, myself and my dog have been eating her bit by bit. Christ. <laughs> Just like, he's, he's embracing himself. You know, he's not ashamed. Shouldn't be ashamed of whatever, like, not sexuality, but your hobbies? I don't know. <laughs> uh, he's, he's very open about it. Police found Mrs. Soledad's remains in Tupperware containers. Now, Obviously, we know if it was plastic, then he would have had lowered testosterone, right? That's what we've reported. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. let's just hope that his testosterone's intact and he's using glass in their fridge and bones in drawers around the family home. Oh, I've got this bone in there. <laughs> this bone's going in the living room. <laughs> <laughs> Although her head, hands and heart were left in her bed. Oh, oh well, that's nice. Well, that's good. Yeah. yeah, have a head, have a heart, have your hands. What she would have wanted. <laughs> yeah, Spanish media reports said her body had indeed been cut up into more than a thousand pieces. Guy had a weird relationship with his mother, it seems. Yeah. It just seems like a thousand pieces is a lot. I mean, like once too you many. kind of cut them up, can they determine whether you murdered them? 
would you be done for well, murder naturally or would they just do you for like decimation of a corpse yeah I, it was definitely being done for that obviously but yeah I guess because well, like if, uh, well, you can't happened? prove murder oh, at she... that point <laughs> you're gonna find a knife wound <laughs> Whoa, 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 whoa. Fair cop, I'm eating my mum and feeding her to my dog. But you can't prove that I was aggressive towards her in any way. You can't prove that I murdered her. Maybe I'm just well, a cannibal. You got on really well. She loved the dog. She bit my dog, so she had to be euthanized. <laughs> it's what she would have wanted. I posted it on Instagram. <laughs> so he's a waiter as well. I don't know whether, why that was important. Maybe he continued to work. Just... <laughs> Got to go for the night shift. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, fair enough. Uh, he ate his mum crying to a thousand pieces. It just feels like a lot of effort. It just feels like too much effort. Cut her into a hundred pieces. That yeah. feels more reasonable, right? Yeah. A thousand? I don't know. Some people, they've got OCD. That's got to be a thousand perfectly shaped pieces. <laughs> uh, in other news, an armed military trainee accused of hijacking a school bus let the children off after they frustrated him by asking him too many questions. <laughs> <laughs> are we there yet? Shut up. <laughs> are we there yet? Oh, for God's sake. Everyone's been in that position. John Calazzo, 23, a trainee at Fort Jackson in South Carolina, got on the bus at an interstate highway on Thursday before demanding the driver divert to a nearby town. Uh, he told the bus driver that he didn't want to hurt him, but you've got to drive to a town. But to drive to a town with the children on board, so he was just like, I'm just, you know, an aggressive Uber, right? He's just got onto a bus and said, take me here. Stop yeah. everything you're doing. Mr. Calazzo ordered all 18 children to the front of the bus, I guess, to control the situation, right? He's hijacked the bus. He knows he's hijacked it. Keep everyone in one spot. So he's got all the children to the front of the bus so he can keep an eye on them. That I makes guess. sense. Yeah. Um, but the situation became frustrating for the alleged hijacker when they overburdened him with questions. The kids were asking questions like, are you going to hurt us? Are you a soldier? Are you a bus driver? <laughs> <laughs> are you maybe, valid maybe questions? he's just... <laughs> Maybe he could just be a bus driver who's lost his bus. Yeah. If I was a bus driver and I lost my bus, I'd look for a bus. <laughs> Kids are just like, oh, it makes, it's a valid question, right? It makes sense, right? <laughs> could be a soldier. I mean, he's dressed like a soldier. He's armed. Could be a yeah. soldier. <laughs> Is it going to hurt us? Yeah, yeah, I think so. And uh, he said, the sheriff said they were just kids being kids, asking these kind of questions. Yeah. And it, I think that added to the frustration that he had. <laughs> he just didn't like kids. Hijacked <laughs> a school bus. <laughs> we did. <laughs> After six minutes, six minutes of putting up with these kids. <laughs> wasn't like an hour, wasn't like a day. Six minutes of the actual you, bus driver. Can you shut up? <laughs> Try to hijack the <laughs> The actual bus driver is just like a, a saint. Like, <laughs> sick. No patience. The, the military trainee let the driver and children off the bus before driving a short distance along the interstate before stopping and abandoning the vehicle. So, like, it ruined his whole momentum for the day. <laughs> he had, like, all these plans. <laughs> oh, I'm going to hijack that bus. I'm going to go see Cirque du Soleil. I'm Maybe hit a drive-through. I'm going to go do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Meanwhile, the kids is that those kids are just really bummed me out. <laughs> so I, you know what? Fuck this. I'm yeah. I'm out. I'm, I'm going home. <laughs> so yeah, so if you're gonna hijack a school bus, have more patience with children. <laughs> All right, on to um, some more news. Similar news to being uh, if what you want is to get eaten by bears. A hiker in Missouri was seriously injured after being shot by a hunter who mistook him for a turkey. Yeah, I've got that one. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a turkey? No. Bang. Now, now, like, so, yeah, you, you know, what well, you've, you've read this, but the thing that I found really funny about this, so it's, it's literally just a guy. They don't say whether or not he was wearing bright colours. They said that most hikers wear bright colours because turkeys don't wear bright colours. But I don't. They didn't necessarily say he wasn't wearing bright colours. Yeah, but, you know, I'm imagining from a distance you could see something move, and it's through trees and stuff. So you fire. I can get that it kind of makes sense. But what I like about this is that um, it was turkey hunting season, right? Yeah. And it was ending that day, and it was ending in half an hour. <laughs> so the guy was like, I can only hunt turkey for another 30 minutes. Yeah. I'm, I'm shooting whatever I can find. Like, like last minute, he didn't know about the deadline. He's got there. He's like, fuck, I've got half an hour to shoot all the turkeys I wanted to shoot. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just seeing somebody and it's like you're so focused on getting a turkey that everyone looks like a turkey Bang. yeah <laughs> the thing <laughs> the thing I don't get is that compared to turkeys people are quite tall so like if you yeah. if you mistake it for a turkey you're either over the moon at the size of this turkey that you found or you shoot <laughs> or all you saw was its legs and you just shot a guy in the legs, in which case it wouldn't be f- fatal if you shoot a guy in a calf or something. <laughs> but, like, I, I don't understand how you see a person-sized thing. Never mind a person-shaped thing, but just a person-sized thing. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. think turkey. Well, it could be through, you know, foliage and stuff and kind of see that. But I swear, turkeys are quite loud. Like, they're yeah. not, like, silently walking around. I've never met a turkey... But I feel like they like they're like chickens. They're always kind of making a little bit of noise, and I feel like that noise is probably different to somebody listening to Ramstein on their headphones. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I feel like you'd hear it and you'd be like, "Is that? Oh, he's listening to Mine Tile. That's that's a weird choice for a turkey." <laughs> Bang! You know, it feels like it feels like you'd have more caution. Yeah, but yeah these things happen uh the missouri department of conservation was managing a turkey hunt at the time of the shooting and yeah it was ongoing until 1 p.m and he got shot at 12 30 p.m <laughs> just like a race against the clock quick all, find all the eliminate turkeys. all turkeys yeah yeah um sure but sweet and yeah maybe it's what you would have wanted who knows uh in other news a <laughs> have you ever been part of hazing culture like um we had it at uni for like sports teams and stuff was right. like, if you want to be on the rugby team you had to eat dog food oh no if, if there was ever anything like that i'd just be like no nah, i'm all right i just leave yeah i, was, I never weird... wanted to be a part of something so much that i would go through that stuff 
and it's not even that I would have a problem with doing that. I mean, I don't, I, yeah, I don't want to eat dog food, but like as part of the ridiculousness of an initiation ceremony, it just feels like it feels weird that it's mandatory. You're like, oh, to be one of, to be friend, it can only be friends with people who've eaten dog food. Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a weird compulsory I mean, thing. It, I've never really at understood. At uni, it. they're always really, really boring. I'd be up for like doing something interesting, like if you're doing like. I don't know, pranks or weird like rites of passage that actually took kind of like a bit of grit and endurance or something. But most of the ones at uni was all like, how much of this can you drink without vomiting? And how yeah, pissed yeah. can you get without falling over? And and they'd put like a bin in the middle of a circle of people and just like wait yeah, until people vomit. started vomiting. And it's just, I mean, I, this isn't, this this doesn't feel like a very kind of like rite of passage grown up kind of here yeah. and here is the birth of man kind of ceremony this just seems like a bunch of people getting completely shit faced and calling it well, the, a, a, like a grandiose like, event I, yeah i can understand the bonding element of what initiation would be whether it's like you know well, it's if just you work somewhere yeah, like, but like, if say you work, I mean, if you worked in a, a stressful industry and somebody new comes along, you may not be able to, co- uh, you know, connect with that person until that person has been through the stress of the job that you're doing, and you'd be like, oh, now you understand, we can have a chat, and yeah, it's like yeah. not like wide-eyed and innocent, but yeah, just, oh, I, I'm, I'm friends with them because they vomited into the bin. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Well, um, the French have got a different attitude towards it, as I found this week. A French pilot has fl- filed a legal complaint after being subjected to a hazing ritual in which he was tied to a target and fired at by fighter jets. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I thought this... Now, my immediate reaction was these planes were in the air just firing at whereabouts he was. But in logical thinking, I think he was just tied to something and there was a plane landed and they just fired. Like, the guns were already trained on something. Right. Either side of him or something. And this fucking hell. The young man had just been posted to an airbase in the south of the island of Corsica in March 2019 when he was grabbed by colleagues, tied up with (laughs) adhesive tape, uh, and a bag was put over his head. Oh. The recruit in his 30s was then transported to a live fire target range, <laughs> tied to a target, and then heard fighter jets open fire and drop munitions around him for 20 minutes. Oh. <laughs> like, I, I don't know what the term drop munitions specifically means. It could just be bullets are being fired at him, but it could also mean that projectiles are being hurled at him as well i don't know yeah he's suing them well yeah <laughs> i'm taking you to court <laughs> well like we can agree on that's fucked up and like you you would you'd be like you got i don't like you guys anymore but it's weird to take him to court well i mean and, like present it in court what happens they fired fighter jets at me for 20 minutes <laughs> no really like what but what did they really do like, no they fired <laughs> fired at me Fuck. It was really mean of them. I didn't like it at all. <laughs> it's not a good way to make friends. <laughs> Walking away from the live fire range wasn't funny, guys. Yeah, but you didn't even risk assess it. Yeah, people in plate ah. <laughs> firing shit at you. Oh. 
Oh, it's so good. It's so surreal. But I think that's the key here is if it's surreal, it's so... It's, the more surreal it is, the more it should never happen in real life. Yeah. The fact that it does is so I mean, great. I get why he'd sue, though. I understand, like, he could get PTSD from that. <laughs> I mean, shell shock is literally... <laughs> <laughs> rounds landing near you and you being traumatised for life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, video and pictures of the hooded and motionless victim. Now, motion, he's alive. He was alive, but I don't know whether he's just paralysed by, like, I don't know. I think he's tied to a target. So I'm assuming he's stood up. So he's just staying very still because he's very aware yeah. that, that minigun fire is going on all around. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just staying as still as he could. Or if he passed out and was just... Because I, I could understand that. And then it's lying on the floor. I don't know. Uh, in which the perpetrators are clearly visible. Yeah, they're in a plane and that plane is shooting. Pretty obvious <laughs> that they're there. Has been handed over to prosecutors. <laughs> bit different from vomiting in a bin yeah fuck it let's fire an f20 at him whatever that is. <laughs> <laughs> oh sorry it was, uh, it was delicious i really liked hearing about that um another kind of surreal um <laughs> air force news uh, a high-tech missile system that cost more than £600,000 was destroyed after plunging from a Typhoon jet during a test. Now, what that means is it fell off. <laughs> I didn't know fighter jets <laughs> were, like, held together with duct tape. Yeah. Oh, that we're... missile system's a bit loose. <laughs> Should we fix it? Nah, nah. you're fine. <laughs> See this flying here, kunk. What was that? Oh, it's the missile system. Oh, what, the whole thing? Devon. Yeah. The whole missile system. <laughs> With what, missiles and all? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was the I whole mean, system. No, did, it wouldn't did like we, just part of it. Did we reload after we shot them at Dave? <laughs> nah, no. Oh, no missiles, no missiles. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> Try and drop it near that live fire hazing guy. Drop it on the new guy. <laughs> <laughs> Missile system. <sighs> when engineers ran a test from a motionless 110 million pound typhoon jet plane, the fighter's missiles guiding unit dropped off the bottom of the plane. Oh, so it, they say it's motionless. So I guess that means it's on the runway so it's not in the air I thought it was in the air oh, right. but it fell off on the floor and was damaged beyond repair oh the missile system's ruined <laughs> <laughs> just bits of the plane are falling off <laughs> that's what tests are for right yeah. but still I mean better that it happened just, there sure than over some kind of neutral di diplomatic country yeah. <laughs> <Whoops>. oh no <laughs> just, but it must have been you know welded to the plane or screwed in yeah, or bolted like or you know something something but it come, it, this article was about you know the amount of financial waste that the RAF had because they had to claim it off their you know in their budget well that missile system fell off <laughs> That's 600 grand. We won't get back. All right. Fair enough. Just all seems weird. And uh, lastly, from me, 
a Colorado gunman killed six at a party because he wasn't invited. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get that. I can get that. You know, have you ever, like, there's been like parties where you haven't invited somebody, but they found out about it and they turn up anyway, and it's awkward. Yeah. At least this guy had the you had the decency to end the party quickly. Uh, yeah. He shot everybody. He's like, oh, the party's over now. No more awkwardness. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's back to normal. Uh, <laughs> See you next time. Colorado. See you for games night. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, yeah. We still on for, uh, you know, poker next week? Yeah. <laughs> no. Colorado officials say the gunman who killed six people at a birthday party at the weekend was upset that he had not been invited. Police say Teodoro Macius. <laughs> Teodoro Macius. 28 fatally shot his girlfriend. Oh. <laughs> right, there's a few things to that, right? One, why are you shooting your girlfriend? Two, if your girlfriend hasn't invited you, to a birthday party she's going to. Yeah. I don't think shooting is going to save your relationship. Sandra Ibarra Perez, 28, <laughs> and five relatives before turning the gun on himself. Oh, well, so he shot himself yeah. as well. Fair enough. Was he one of the six <laughs> or is it six plus one? Uh, he shot his girlfriend and five relatives before turning the gun on himself. Just... So he shot six other people, then shot himself. Why didn't you invite me? Just gestures at all the bodies. <laughs> I'm the life of the party. <laughs> The attack unfolded at the Canterbury Mobile Home Park in Colorado Springs. The party was for three relatives, two of whom died. It was for three relatives, and it was a birthday party, so it was like a combined Christ. birthday party. Yeah. There can be only so one. It's not just killing, like, <laughs> friends of friends. It's killing your relatives. Yeah. Well, potentially, yeah. Like, it was a family filled with... A party filled with relatives. I don't know whether they were his relatives or maybe his girlfriend's relatives. I don't know. Mm. Either way, it's probably what the, uh, you know, what was it amazing that everything ends, <laughs> whatever <laughs> the, the Instagram influences it. Yeah. But yeah, that's, uh, that's me for news bits this week. Oh. All right then. Um, okay. The, that was the turkey shooting. Uh, Vladimir Putin uh, reassured the Russian people this week that their COVID 19 vaccine, uh, Sputnik V, is as simple and reliable as an AK 47. <laughs> we've named it after a satellite yeah um, that's how we're going to administer it uh you're just going to lay out in the sun <laughs> and be fired at from an ak-47 suspended <laughs> in space uh, in addition to defending the effectiveness of the product putin also revealed on thursday that russia is producing a new vaccine against covid19 called sputnik light uh, which requires <laughs> the application of only one dose um, it's like well there's 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 regular coke and then there's diet coke and then there's coke zero and you know sputnik oh, yeah, yeah. diet sputnik <laughs> vaccination vaccination light who wants vaccination light <laughs> vaccination light uh, was proven to be 79% effective compared to like the 94% or whatever that sputnik 5 is it's like well so why bother for those who just can't really be asked, yeah, that extra ten percent, twenty percent, yeah, okay, uh, fair enough, yeah. But they call everything Sputnik. I think they, 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 they I just I, love I, it. I mean, that's it's Sputnik Five is the name of a vaccination, and all the things they call Sputnik aren't in any way related. Sputnik yeah, Sput One Sputnik was a satellite. Two was just a 
There's just a kitchen Home Depot. Yeah. If you want to get Sputnik fitted three kitchens, was, go to Sputnik 2. Sputnik 3 was a dog. And then, like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. All the way down it to was, vaccination. Marketing. Yeah. The, the marketing team. Well, you need to come up with a new term. Putin really likes Sputnik. Sputnik it is. Sputnik again. <laughs> the return of Sputnik. Yeah. Yeah, but the revenge it five. of Sputnik. Yeah, <laughs> Sputnik 5. As reliable as an AK-47. It's a very Putin thing to say. Well, I reckon they must be really proud of it. I mean, what's, like, you know... I guess in England we've got tea, right? Tea's probably the equivalent the, national but, thing of, like, as good as a good cup of tea. Yeah. You probably get a lot of people going, like, yeah. But, like, I mean, Russians just are probably very big fans of their... I think it's meant to be one of the best-designed guns in the world. It, it, like, ever. Like, there's a there's, there's a there's a state in, in Africa, I can't remember which one, that's got it on its flag. Like just because it was, <laughs> yeah. it was so, um, it it was so integral to like the the revolution that happened there. Like, well, just mm. put a, put a gun on the flag. There you go. Um, and uh, yeah, so <laughs> call it Sputnik. The, like the mo- one of the most successful weapons of ever. Yeah, ever. Um, so, yeah, it makes sense that they might have national pride specifically about that. Yeah, I mean, it but makes I guess sense. It's weird because like, it's a vaccination. It's meant to stop you from dying, whereas an AK-47 means more to kill someone. Yeah, killing. So like it'll kill you, but in the COVID? other way, where it keeps you alive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, but then I mean, this, this like, feats, it's a feat of engineering, essentially. It just happens that it's a gun. Mm. Like, we're, yeah, yeah. As, I think as, there's a lot of British people that are, that are proud that we make, like, Spitfires and like the Rolls Royce engine and like all of that yeah. stuff, um, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't know, if, I don't, I don't know anything about our ventures into artillery. Um, well, I guess it's uh, not that different from saying it's like you know as reliable as a Spitfire because yeah. like Spitfires killed people, right? Yeah. So like, and they're kind of national big icon. Yeah. Maybe it's the same for Russia. Mm. It's still weird for medicinal purposes, purpose, medicinal purposes, but there you go. Yeah. Um, in other news, the now defunct Greenville, Greenville Christian College in Ontario has stated that its staff should not be held accountable for abusing the pupils because they had no way of knowing it would cause emotional damage. It was just abuse. <laughs> we were just abusing them. We didn't know they'd feel abused. <laughs> we tied them to some firing dummies and launched some spitfires at them. What, what's the problem? What? What of it? What? What? Yeah. Uh, in February 2020, a judge presiding over a class action lawsuit on behalf of former students found uh, that staff at Greenville Christian College responsible for systematically abusing boys and girls who attended the boarding school in the la- late in the 1970s, 80s and 90s. That abuse included repeating uh, repeated references to girls in their care as sluts, whores, Jezebels and bitches in heat. Um, and saying that uh, rape is the res- is the result of girls and boys being too tempting to men. <laughs> well, that doesn't sound like what I would classify as abuse. It's disgusting. Well, but like if it's just language about being referred to them, yeah, like it's definitely wrong. But is it abuse? Uh, well, it's, it's, it's the so it's, it, they do carry on um, at the. At the- <laughs> <laughs> make any remarks on it don't do a spinning dreidel just yet like it gets it gets worse uh, at, the, <laughs> at the trial in ontario superior uh, court of justice 
Um, former students testified that they were routinely publicly shamed in what the school called light sessions. Uh, fellow students and staff would scream at them and call them names, sometimes for <laughs> hours. Um, pretty light, isn't it? Sounds light. Yeah. Light like a vaccination that's like it's 20% less than the full gear. <laughs> uh, for transac- for tran- transgressions such as smoking or being caught alone with a member of the opposite sex some say they also experience beatings with a paddle hard enough to make them bleed um, others were told that their parents were evil um, and said that they in- <laughs> <laughs> you your parents are evil what does this have to do with me smoking your parents are evil <laughs> Oh, the shame! <laughs> and they uh, and also endured exorcisms. Um. <laughs> Is this still in the light, uh, yeah, yeah. light, light area side of things? The light side of abuse. Uh, girls were yeah. chastised for behaving like prostitutes and being too tempting for men, while boys were suspected boys suspected of being gay were called faggots and told they'd be damned to hell. Um, so <laughs> told it's like in part. You know you're going to be damned to hell, right? Yeah. Feels like they probably weren't part passively said like that. It was probably screamed at them in the street. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Told. They were just informed that they're going to be damned to hell. They were given a flyer. Yeah. <laughs> Stop and doing there was that. A, there's a whole Eternal thing about like girls having to kind of like, um, like like bend over and and like show that their uh, bathing suits weren't too revealing or something like in front of the teachers. It was, it's, it's, it, the whole thing is just an awful shit show, but I would say yeah. it's probably tantamount to abuse. I think put all together, you can be in an abusive environment for sure. Yeah. So you can have, you've definitely experienced abuse. We had it's no way strange. of knowing that our abusive behavior was <laughs> abusive. And of course, I mean, we were screaming at them yeah. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's not abuse. Uh, technically not. But I mean, if you do it to them every day, that's pretty abusive. Yeah. People died in the war. Spectrum. People didn't die in our school. <laughs> yeah. About as reliable as an AK-47. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, previous times, uh, the, the previous generation, the great generation. The thing is, like, I, I, I know, like our parents had like um, corporal punishment, where they were kind of, they, it was mm. fine to like be hit in school. Um, but I don't think I've ever known any of them describe it as abuse or abusive, because it wasn't. Uh, they weren't being punished for being who they are. And they weren't being pun- punished for moral reasons. They were being punished because they'd acted out normally. Whereas, well, I'm sure there was is... cases where they were unjustly punished Probably. For, for acting yeah. out or, or done like that. I reckon it's more. It just wasn't part of the lexicon. Like people didn't even consider. They, the The assumption in the past was that they know best. You know, the adults know best. Yeah. And so they're they're probably justified in some way. And it's just by people questioning it over time. It's now been a place of like, no, why are you doing this? Like, yeah. you need to have a reason, and there are there's no justifiable reason. I mean, it sounds like an intense place. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just screaming in public in the square every day. Yeah, I mean, oh, it's, it's it's long I've got since maths in a closed. Minute. I think I think this is like a big sort of class action lawsuit from all the old pupils and stuff who are all in like their forties and shit now. Um, I mean, they, you must have like. The parents must have gone round on an open day 
Because they must have done this knowing that this is what they want. As in the school teachers must be proud of that's the kind of environment that they create because mm. they think it's the right way. It doesn't sound like it was a few bad eggs. Yeah, a few bad eggs like screaming was... at children in the square feels like more people would know about it's it. It's not like it was hidden, I guess. No, so it's like they, they on a parent's day to like bring their kids, oh, this is where we scream at them. Yeah. Uh, this is where, you know, we, we make the bikinis bend down. Yeah, this is the <laughs> bathing suit inspection room. Yeah, it's like, okay. I mean, seems odd. Yeah. But, uh, and this is where we paddle them until they bleed. <laughs> Excellent. Son, this is yeah. the place for you. <laughs> I mean, it's within our catchment area. <laughs> I mean, it costs nothing. Have you seen the other schools? It's just, yeah. The other school doesn't have a screaming chamber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the past, isn't it? The great generation, the previous generation. Yeah. Uh, in other news, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow shocked the world this week when she came out and admitted that amidst the darkness of lockdown, she ate bread and pasta. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, no, Gwyneth. How thoroughly out of touch. <laughs> Like you think you've got it bad. Yeah, I ate I, I carbs. Ate <laughs> <laughs> she admitted to drinking as many as two cocktails a night during lockdown, made of quinoa-based whiskies. Oh, how relatable! Oh, <laughs> uh, there's a whole th- uh, the, all the stuff that's going on in America at the moment. Like, is is interesting. I mean, I'm talking specifically about because of lockdown. A lot of the industries in in california have kind of had to change and adapt so little things like comedy and, and podcasts seem to all be going to texas because it's got less restrictive laws mm. and it's cheaper and it's yeah, just a taxes. better environment yeah yeah and the, the environment's just nicer you know if you were to section out certain aspects of california there's like annoying you know it's all about film executives and people trying to desperately be famous for no reason and all that kind of stuff and it's like well if you it's desperate it's selfish yeah and so like now that everything all the noise of the rest of all of california has been turned down people just look around they're like this is kind of rough this is kind of bad Mm. i'd rather get out of here and commute in if i need to yeah and it's like seeing that happen and then kind of move away from it feels pretty natural and I feel like that kind I can't remember how that relates to your article, but kind of uh people yeah. being out of touch with, with reality and not really understanding the world they live in, I guess. Yeah. The seeing things and being like, I'm just not it's not for me anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna migrate. Yeah. Yeah. Um uh, and finally. Uh, Sainsbury's has found itself to be mired in controversy for hanging a photo in their bakery of a Devonshire cream tea and labelling it as a Cornish cream tea. People are furious. Furious. Yeah, some influencers euthanise their dog over this. <laughs> Did you hear about this? <laughs> I didn't hear no. about it. But... Uh, no. a, a cream tea, for those who don't know, um, is, right. uh, is a scone. Uh, scone, not scone, don't at me. With jam and cream. Um, a Cornish okay. cream tea has the jam first and then the cream on top. But the Devonshire cream tea has the jam on top of the cream. Um, so they got, they got it the wrong way around and labelled it as the wrong one. Oh, dear. Uh, suffice to say, chaos ensued. Um, <laughs> <laughs> suffice to say, stampedes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> stampedes hundreds dead. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, Andreas Drossiadis, uh, who runs the <laughs> the Mediterranean Deli uh, in Truro, posted a picture of the advert, advert online with the caption, How did this happen? Um, <laughs> uh, England is a country with strong local traditions that shape our everyday life. Jam first is a characteristic example of this, and Sainsbury should have known better. Um, At least not marketed it as some kind of lie. <laughs> yeah. My God, why? Yeah. Like, what's this? They also pointed out that according to Cornish tradition, scones with fruit already in them only require butter, no cream or jam. Shock horror, the scones on the picture had currants in them. So they shouldn't have even had any jam or cream on them in the first place. Ridiculous. <laughs> currants are fruit, right? Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, it's like dried Technically, grapes. maybe. Or summit. Yeah, they're ex-fruit. Yeah. That have now become something else. Still ridiculous. A fruit scone <laughs> with the cream on first, advertised in a Cornish store. The cheek of it. Do you think this is acceptable, Sainsbury's? Um, others described <laughs> the error as disgraceful and shocking. <laughs> Disgraced. <laughs> I feel disgraced. Now, I do. I. <laughs> I think it's all in jest. I think it's just one of those light-hearted yeah. things. It is just fun to be kind of like outraged by stupid shit like that. But. People do get defensive about like local traditions and stuff. Like we are a very tribal people, and it is a, only a, like the smallest thing that will trigger you and set you off. Like it, I, I don't yeah. know. I think I, I, I'm not sure if you're the best example because you are quite displaced as a person. Like you're not now where you've always been. If that makes sense. Like so, like you, you were brought up in London. You're, you. Oh, displaced okay. like right. you might have your traditions down right. there or something but anything that you've come right. across in stoke that is kind of like local to the area you're not particularly attached to it's just right yeah this yeah. is just something that people do whereas like i know stoke for example like people are very particular about oat cakes and where you get them from and some of them like like how they're made and what you have on them and how do you cook them do you roll them up do you right, fold them right. flat do you melt the cheese open and do you put two on top of each other like what's the deal and like it's it, yep. I, it it's it always happens with like food and like kind of culinary stuff but i think london like is such a melting pot of different stuff that I don't think you get as many kind of like defined sort of traditions down there as you do elsewhere. There, I mean, there is a little bit. I mean, growing up, obviously, we spoke about it last week. I don't know how much milk you put in your pot noodle. Uh, <laughs> for me, it depends. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, never had any of uh, any of specific ways of doing things. The most classic one is obviously like when you make a cup of tea, do you put the milk in first? No. That's probably the closest, but apparently it's a national thing. Yeah, it feels weird to put milk on a tea bag, but yeah, how it is. There's nothing big for me like that. I don't think. No, maybe, but none that I'm aware of. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, this cream tea thing. Just but chaos. I think I just I reckon even, like, I agree with you. It's probably like just for jest being outraged at this yeah. but if there's 10 people doing it for a laugh I do believe there's one person who's yeah. taking it very seriously incredibly so yeah even if they're not being particularly vocal about it if you mention it they'd get flustered they'd they're, like, they're, oh, yeah, fuck they're never shopping there again <laughs> drawing the line yeah don't, don't show me pictures of scones in the wrong geographical origin yeah if they're ever forced to drive past that store, they'll look away and just cause an accident. <laughs>